one way God gives us a rest from the many vicissitudes of life is by learning. By learning. And when we learn and we learn well, the future becomes secure for us. And I see your own future secure. It says, for my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Amen? Yeah, so I want you to open up and be ready to receive from God. Tonight, God has uh, blessed us, honored us, and uh, given us the benefit of receiving from uh, my own letter. Amen? Uh, it's, 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 I, 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 have, I got to fall in love with him when I first sat in his class. Amen? He taught me New Testament studies. Praise God. And he's been here before, so when the time comes, I would give him the introduction he needs. Amen? I will be like John the Baptist. I will lay one or two foundations and then he will come along. Praise God. But I want us to acknowledge him and his wife, Mr. and Mrs. John. It's it for. Shall we put our hands together for them? God bless you so much, sir. Thank you so much for coming, sir. We are grateful. Okay. Marrying right and enjoying your marriage. Amen. Amen. How to marry right and enjoy your marriage. The Bible says there is a way that seemed right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Proverbs 16, 23. There is 25. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Proverbs 14, 12. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. So it's important we appreciate that there is always a right way and the wrong way. The Bible says, stand ye in the ways. Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16. Stand ye in the ways and see. Stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old path. Where is the good old way? The good way. And walk therein and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. I pray that in this conference you will not speak like that. The truth and the revelations God will bring you. May you receive grace to walk therein. In the mighty name of Jesus. The saddest thing that can happen to a man is when he has finally discovered you are sick with a disease and you have suffered it for a long time and you are privileged to receive the antidote for it. You are administered to and then you go, you pack it in yourself. It will be of no benefit to you. And I pray that the ingredient God will be giving us, we won't take it for granted. Marrying right begins with choosing right. Somebody say choosing right. If you choose wrongly, you cannot you, you may, God is a God of second and third chance, but that will come without, that will not come without great difficulty. So, it's very important when we get the foundation right from the beginning. The Bible says in Psalm 11 verse 3, if the foundations be destroyed, the righteous can do nothing. And I like what Jeremiah says. He says, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the good old way. Jeremiah six sixteen. Most of the time we are looking for new ways. New way, Jeremiah 6, 16. Stand ye in the ways. Take me back, please. That saith the Lord. Stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old path. Somebody say old paths. The old path is still relevant. The Bible said, remove not the ancient landmarks which the fathers have set. 
the old path. It may look a cake. It may look uh, too off track with our modern times. But it's still the old way. Praise God. And the oldest time we saw one like that is in the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 24 verse 1. I'll take you through a few truths there and then we'll see. Genesis 24 verse 1 to 4. The Bible said, Now Abraham was old and well stricken in age. And the Lord had blessed him in all things. May this be your end. Verse 2, he said, Abraham said unto his eldest servant of his house, thou root over all that he had. He said, put your hand. Maybe you should give me the New King James face. New King James. Yeah. Abraham said to the oldest servant of his house. Somebody say the oldest servant of his house. I want us to explore this scripture because we can't get through to the end, but it's very, very important because this is the first time uh, we see in scripture somebody going out to look for a spouse and a detailed uh, uh, description is given on how to do it. Praise God. In fact, to the best of my knowledge, the whole of scripture, this is the first time you see it happen. And this is about the only time it happened. Praise God. And this is also the time where the person who got married married only one person. Abraham married uh, Sarah, later on Keturah came in. Jacob married uh, give me some, Rachel. Later on Leah and others followed. The servants were all part. But the only thing that is very consistent with our New Testament times looks like this one. Praise God. And most of the things there are things that we can glean vital lessons from that are very, very helpful. Praise God. So, I want you to follow me closely. The Bible says, now Abraham was old, well advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed him in all things. So Abraham said to the oldest servant of his house, who ruled over all that he had, please put your hand under my thigh, and I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of Israel and the God of the earth, that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell, but you shall go to my country and to my family and take a wife for my son Isaac. Praise God. Hallelujah. A man is speaking and he begins by telling you that I want you to swear. Praise God. That means what I'm saying, I mean it. Don't joke with it. It's something that is very, very serious. But the first thing I want us to see from here is the fact that to choose right, some key things are very important. The first one is that you must grow up. Somebody say grow up. You see, Abraham was old and Abraham spoke to his oldest servant. He could have chosen to speak to any of his servants. He had several servants, but the first one he addressed is the oldest servant. He himself was an old man, having seen a lot. Experienced all kinds of things. The old servant, having been with him for a very long time, knew the values and the things Abraham appreciated a lot. The values the man had grown up with. The values he would want to see inculcated in his children. Then he says, you are going to make the choice because you are old enough to discern right from evil. Praise God. In our modern times, when you look at some of the challenges as a pastor, when you look at the challenges people present every now and then, it all boils down to one thing that is very important, immaturity. A lot of people are getting into the marriage institution very immature. They may have the money, they may have the intelligence, they may have the degrees, 
first degree, second degree, but most of them, most of the time, when you look at issues they present, you can see that this is gross immaturity. Praise God. Gross. Total immaturity. Your body may stand out. Other parts may be active. But it doesn't mean that you are emotionally ready yet for a relationship. Praise God. It's very, very important. Maturity is key. As you grow in stature, you must grow in mind. As you grow in stature, you must grow emotionally. Praise God. It takes maturity to hear something very, very bitter. And process it in such a way that you don't give the same feedback. Praise God. That you are hurt does not mean hurt others. It takes maturity to know the difference. Praise God. Physical maturity, mental maturity, emotional maturity, and most important of all, spiritual maturity. Somebody say spiritual maturity. Spiritual maturity. It's critical. Spiritual maturity is critical. Spiritual maturity. The Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians 13, 11, he said, when I was a child, I spake as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Somebody say childish things. Yeah, childish things. You have to learn to put them away. If you are ready, you want to marry and marry for long and enjoy it, you must learn to put away childish things. It's not everything your spouse or your, uh, your fiancé has to apologize before you forgive. Praise God. Childish things. Some of the things, when you drag it, you are acting like a child. The Bible said it is the honor of a man to overlook transgression. Praise God. So while it's okay for somebody to apologize when they err, you gain double honor in the sight of God. When before the person even apologizes, you forgive. It takes maturity to know the difference. I pray that you will grow into maturity. When we talk about maturity, we are talking about independence in decision making. We are talking about decisiveness. Today you are in, you are in a relationship, you are broken up like four times. You are still contemplating, you are not sure. That's, that's a, you are not ready for it. Praise God. You are not ready for it. Because every now and then, when this old friend comes up, you are, you are torn between either you should go this way or you stick this one. Indecisiveness. Maturity talks about responsibility. Somebody say Responsibility. Responsibility responsibility. You need to be responsible. If you can't manage your life, you can't manage another person. If you can't manage your emotions, don't strive for a relationship. Don't say, when we get together, then I will grow. You need to grow up to a certain point so you don't become a liability for another person. Praise God. Yeah. You need to be able to handle yourself. Handle your emotions. Handle yourself. That people can simply get themselves organized. At your age, you can't get yourself organized. You're saying, I'm waiting. When I marry, my wife will help me get organized. Listen, she will help you get organized in some aspects. But if everything is, you are waiting for her to come and do it for you, then you don't need a wife, you need a, a mate. Oh, Lord, speak into my life. I am a Sacrifice. One word.
the thief comes not except to steal kill and destroy i have come that you might have and enjoy life life in abundance until it overflows discover how to live the abundant life in christ through the ministry of pastor ose yao afuakwa pastor afuakwa is the general overseer of faith house charismatic chapel international a thriving ministry in kumase ghana god has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know god better live life better and impact their world better get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory success and limitless prosperity god bless you as you listen praise god yeah that that may do a very good job so you can pay her because your works are too much praise god number two value wise counsel somebody say wise counsel wise counsel wise counsel wise counsel before abraham set him on the journey he told him exactly he gave him wise counsel wise counsel and tonight god is bringing you wise counsel from his word and from the experience of our speakers god is going to bring you wise counsel give me a believing amen. amen the bible said the way of a fool proverbs 12 15 amplified version the way of a fool is right in his own eyes but he who listens to counsel is wise the way of a fool a fool always thinks that he's right he knows it all the bible says he that listens to counsel is wise proverbs 19 20 listen to wise listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your later days people end up regretting later when they have obviously ignore wise counsel then they say ah i should have listened to pastor i should have listened to that woman who spoke to me i should have listened praise god these are words i never get tired of hearing and i pray that i won't get to hear your own say a better amen. amen very very important i have repeatedly said that some of the things that happen and people after traveling for 10 years two years five years six years 20 years they break apart there were things that were there from the beginning praise god they are always there from the beginning people choose to ignore them people choose to pray them away people choose to take a decision on them praise god there are certain non-negotiables when you are making a choice and if you compromise them from the beginning you cannot pray them into a, a, a writing it doesn't happen like that praise god praise god so wise counsel proverbs 24 6 he said by wise counsel you shall wage war you shall wage war you shall wage war when samson wanted to choose they told him the parents told him something very very important let's see that from judges 14 verse 1 to 3 amplified version judges 14 samson went down to Timna. And at Timna saw one of the daughters of the Philistines. And he came up and told his father and mother. That was good. Don't you think so? Yeah, that was good. I saw one of the daughters of the Philistines at Timna. Now get her for me as my wife. Praise God. The daughter was okay. The wife 
was where the problem was. But his father and mother said to him, Is there not a, a woman among the daughters of your kinsmen? Or among all your people? That you must go to take a wife from the uncircumcised Philistines. And Samson said to his father, Get her for me, for she's all right in my eyes. Let's end it there. Praise God. All right in my eyes. All right in my eyes. Get there for me. All right in my eyes. Praise God. Wise counsel. They told him clearly, this one will not help you. But he said, it's all right in my eyes. And at the end of the day, the eyes that saw right were removed. Praise God. Yeah. The eyes. The eyes. So, don't look at obvious danger and run your head into it. Praise God. Because that is a very common phenomenon now. A lot of people, they have the opportunity. When you are in a good church, you get the opportunity of receiving good counsel. And if you are open to learn, you receive it. But the choice is always yours. Praise God. The choice is always yours. The choice is always yours. Now, some people, I can clearly tell them this one is not likely to work. But, like, if Samson's parents could not stop him, how, how far can a pastor go? Yeah. How far? How far? Number three, choose from among your kindred. Somebody say, choose from among your kindred. And that's exactly what uh, he told him. Genesis 24, verse 3 to 4, 6. I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that you will not take for my son from the daughters of the Canaanite among whom you dwell. Easy pick. You don't have to go far. You don't have to travel far. I will not take. The first thing he told him, don't take. It's not just important to know where to choose from. It's also important to know where not to choose from. Praise God. And here we are not talking about tribe because the essence of God, uh, Abraham telling him not to choose from the Canaanites was essentially because the Canaanites were idol worshippers and God had chosen him and he was ready to start something new with him. So don't say, oh, pastor, that's what I'm looking for. I think my parents are right. The Ashanti Ewe connection will not work. Praise God. I've said it before. You can meet two Ewes who are killing themselves. You can meet two Frafres. They love themselves. You can meet two Ashantis. They don't agree at all. And you can meet a, a, a Guan and a Bron who are doing very fine. Praise God. Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's not. It's not. It's not. There is no tribe that is so good in Ghana to marry from. The only tribe is the tribe of Christ. For his God. And that is why it's so important. So make sure where you are choosing is something that you come from a common spiritual heritage. You are looking for a wife. All the ladies here, you can't see anybody. You are looking at somebody from Jehoiti. Yeah. Yeah. Go and carry somebody whose doctrine is so weird. Praise God. Yeah. Listen, you have to marry from the same faith and whenever possible from the same church. Praise God. Yeah. Whenever possible, marry from the same church. 
Praise God. And here is very, very possible. There are a lot of young men here. There are a lot of young women here. So stop, stop looking at wrong places. Can somebody give me an amen? Yeah. And you young ladies, don't also make yourself some way. You look at our men and they look, it looks like you, you are above them. You better humble yourself. Praise God. Listen, one of the greatest blessings you can have in your life is to fellowship in the same place with your spouse. Praise God. Yeah. Most of the time when you, you import and you bring, sometimes uh, adaptation alone can take a year. And within that year, a lot of things can be messy. Praise God. So please take note. He said you shall not go. Take a wife from anywhere. Take from among your kindred, among your people. We know ourselves. Praise God. Yeah. Among us, it's easy to know ourselves. If there is anything hidden, we can easily tell. But if you go and bring somebody who is history, we don't know whose background, we don't know whose pastor is not ready to be truthful. All kinds of things. How will you survive? Praise God. Yeah. You can't marry a Muslim. That one is out. No matter how he looks, no matter what he has, it's out. Praise God. It's a, it's a fundamental mistake that must not be made under any circumstance. You can't marry a Hindu. You can't marry a, a Krishna. You can't marry a Buddhist. You can't marry an atheist. Praise God. If they want to be born again, let them born, get born again later. If they get born again and grow and you are still available, you can consider them. If they grow, you are not available, God will give them somebody else. Can somebody give me an amen? Very, very important. That convert and marry never works. Praise God. Somebody who is not in church. He said, as for me, if you, marry, if you want to marry me, indeed, you must go to church. And he starts coming to church for you. He marries you and then he stops coming to church. And now he's your head. So you don't have much of a choice. Choose from among your kindred. Somebody say an amen. amen. Number four, trust God to lead and guide you. It's a very important journey. You see, what you see on the outside is great. But what you can see is always more. Praise God. Yeah. There is always more than you see. There is always more. You can live with a spouse for 10 years, 20 years. There will still be more you don't know about the person. Praise God. So you can know it all. Those of you who want every test done, every examination done, you will write many exams. Praise God. And you will still not get to know the person all. That's why you need to trust God to lead and guide you. Look at what he says. Genesis 24 verse 5 to 9. And the servant said to him, perhaps the woman will not be willing to follow me to this land. Must I take your son to the land from which you came? But Abraham said to him, beware that you do not take my son back there. The Lord God of heaven who took me from my father's house and from the land of my family who spoke to me and swore to me saying to your descendants I will give this land. He will send his angel before you and you shall take a wife for my son from there. Praise God. Abraham had faith that God will guide him. Praise God. Most people are always unsure. They, they, are, they are too afraid to make a mistake. The just shall live by faith and not by sight. Praise God. The probability that you get it right is higher than the probability that you get it wrong if you stay within the context of scripture. Am I communicating here? 
Yeah. When the foundation is right, the probability that you get it right is higher. So, you have a greater chance as a child of God with the spirit of God living in the inside of you, living your life according to details of scripture. The probability for you to get it right is always higher than the probability for you to get it wrong. Unless you are wrong yourself. Praise God. Because there are people who are living wrongly, acting wrongly, and they want the right people. That one, it doesn't work too. Praise God. Because you reap what you sow. Can somebody give me an amen? Amen. Yeah, so trust God and you prove that you trust God to you you demonstrate your faith in God's ability to lead you by seeking his face prayerfully. The Bible said, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Praise God. Trust God. Trust God. That's exactly what Abraham seven did. Look at Genesis twenty four, verse twelve to fifteen. Then he said, O Lord of my master Abraham, please give me success this day and show kindness to my master Abraham. Behold, I stand by the well of water and the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw. Somebody say the daughters. You see, it was not only Rebecca that came to the well to fetch. The daughters were coming. That's why he needed God's guidance. That's why. You can date one or two people, but when it comes to Making a choice who to spend your life with. You can't do it on multiple levels. Praise God. You can't be doing CCC. You have to zero it in. Praise God. And to be very sure, you need God's guidance. May the Lord guide someone. I said, may the Lord guide you. Psalm 48 verse 14. He said, this God is our God and he will be our guide even unto death. Number so five. Number five. Be happy and satisfied with what you see. Somebody say, be happy, be happy. and satisfied with what you see. Very, very important. The eyes of man are never satisfied. That's what the Bible says. Particularly the men. Proverbs 27 verse 20. It says, hell and destruction are never full. Somebody say, hell and destruction. Hell and destruction are never full. Proverbs 27 20. So the eyes of men are never satisfied. Somebody say the eyes of men. Not the eyes of women, the eyes of men. They are never satisfied. That means that even if you choose Miss Wealth, you will still see another girl you like. Praise God. So you have to make a conscious decision. It ends with this one. Praise God. Yeah. You have to make a conscious decision. And that's why you also need to be sure that what you are choosing you like. Amen? Yeah. You must like what you choose. The Bible said, verse, verse 16, Genesis 24, 16. When the young man was, now the young woman was very beautiful to behold. Genesis 26, 24, verse 16. Now the young woman was very beautiful to behold. Behold by who? Eliezer. Praise God. I'm sure some people, she didn't look beautiful for them to behold. But in Eliezer's eyes, she looked beautiful to behold. What you choose must be beautiful in your eyes. Praise God. Beauty lies in the eyes of what? Beholder. So, what you choose, your choice must be attractive to you in two major ways. Externally and most importantly, eternally. Praise God. Externally. Externally. 
Don't waste your time on external things only. In as much as the external is great, the most important for building an enduring home is what comes from within. Praise God. Now, what comes from within is far superior. First Peter about three, verse three to four. Do not let your dawning be. First Peter three, verse three to four. New King James Version. Yeah, do not let your adorning be merely outward. So because I said what we see on the outside must be nice. When you are coming, you are looking like uh, you have just descended from somewhere. He says, don't let it be merely outward. Arranging the hair, wearing gold, putting on a fine apparel. But look at four. Rather, let it be what? Let it be what? Listen, most of the time, the things that really makes a marriage work, they are the hidden things. They are what? The hidden things. The hidden things. The hidden things. The hidden things. Because most of the time, when you see uh, couples, what they want you to see is what you see. Have you seen that? Yeah. And if they are very good pretenders, you can think that all is well with them. Praise God. But the things that are going underneath, very, very important. The things that we don't see, the nature of your heart. Is it a forgiving heart or is a heart that is as hard as stone? Nobody sees your heart, but you know that without your heart, you can't live. Do you know that? Yeah, nobody sees the heart. Nobody sees your blood vessels, but that is how you live. Without them, you can't live. The Bible says, let it be the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and a quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. Praise God. Let it look beautiful, but make sure your inside is very gorgeous. Amen? Amen. But if all of this shem, 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 the inside is corrupt, it won't take you very far. Praise God. Yeah. May the Lord give you understanding. May the Lord give you understanding. Amen. There is no doubt Rebecca was beautiful inside out. Somebody say inside out. Amen. She was beautiful inside out. Inside out. Inside out. Genesis 24 verse 17 to 21. And the servant ran to meet her and said, Please let me drink of a little water from your pitcher. Look at inward beauty at work. He says, Drink, my Lord. Somebody say, drink, my Lord. You saw how Rebecca addressed a servant? Drink, my Lord. She was a princess. This one was a servant. Immediately, not long from now, if let's say a year or two, from now, they get married. Eliezer will be saying, Madam, to Rebecca. But when Rebecca met him for the first time, he addressed him as my Lord. That's a woman who knows how to respect. Praise God. A girl who pretends to respect you but disrespect every other guy is not genuine. Praise God. She's not genuine. A girl who is genuinely respectful, respectful of everybody. It will not be limited to you only. Praise God. Yeah. Particularly when you are in a position of authority, people can fake a lot of respect in your sight. So me, I always look beyond the veneer. Praise God. I'm not somebody you easily impress with uh, things. I'm looking beyond the vineyard. Praise God. She called him my Lord. How do you call your maid servant in the house? Hey! Yeah. 
You see, we are not talking about a guy, but we are talking about a human being like you. Her. Meanwhile, you know her name. Let her make a mistake and address you wrongly. Ay, 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 ay. Praise God. Yeah. Said my Lord. Look at what she said, verse 2. He said, Then she said, Drink, my Lord. Then she let her pitcher down to her hand and gave him drink. Readiness to serve. Praise God. As soon as met, said, Drink. Ah, am I your maid to be asking for water? I mean, look at it in this scenario. A man and a woman who is stronger to fetch water from the well. And you go, you have traveled far, we understand. But I said, The man. So if you want to fetch water, you can ask me for my uh, uh, picture and then I'll fetch the water for you. But he asked, fetch some water for me. And Rebecca was very glad. Ready to serve. Praise God. Some marriages are on fire because their wife, she won't cook the food. And when the food is even ready by the maid servant, even to serve her husband, that one too is our hala. Praise God. Everything in the house is done by somebody else. So very soon they'll be doing other things else. Your exclusive right. They'll also be servicing that one also. Can somebody give me an amen here? Very important. Very important. Rebecca was humble. She had character. That is what all of this is about. Character. Somebody say character. Very diligent for that matter. No man wants to marry a lazy woman who so women who are want, waiting to marry. What are you doing? I'm doing nothing. I'm just trusting God for a husband. Listen. Nobody is ready for somebody who is doing nothing. That is vain trust. Get yourself busy. Get yourself what? Yeah, get yourself busy. Nobody wants to marry a liability. In this world we live in, you bring some, I bring some. Am I communicating here? Yeah. So nobody, a woman who is just in the house, even if you are, for, by reason of the children, you are at home, managing them because of their numbers, you should still be dutiful. Am I communicating? How can you be at home and then your husband comes and the whole house is messy? That one too, you can do that. Number six. Alright? Maintain your purity at all costs. Somebody say maintain it. Maintain your purity at all costs. This is a very perverse generation. The mothers and fathers who can encourage their children, you have to sleep. This guy you are dating, have you done, have tested the thing? This is a mother asking the daughter, a father pushing the daughter. Praise God. So when your values are not rooted in the word of God, I mean, if my father is even saying it, then it should be okay. But if your early father is mindless and he's saying that, you must be concerned about what your heavenly father is saying. Praise God. Your earthly father may get it wrong. God is always right. Can somebody shout an amen? amen. Yeah. Verse 16, the Bible said, the virgin was beautiful. Hardly do, nowadays do you find beautiful girls who are not uh, tertiary virgins. Praise God. They've gone beyond secondary, primary, secondary, tertiary level. But it's not bad. If any man be in Christ is a new creature, we will take you like that. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, but listen. To now be a new creature and still be holding on to the old things, that one is not good enough. 
Praise God. What you did before you got born again, you are forgiven. But now that you are in church, stop fornicating. Praise God. Shout a better amen. Stop fornicating. It's not right. Can somebody give me an amen? Many people come to the altar. They unveil them. But the actual veil has been removed. They, they removed it a long time ago. Praise God. Maybe one of these days we even take, we'll stop the veil. Praise God. Yeah, we'll stop it. Because the whole significance of it is to show that you are brand new. You know, in the Old Testament. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. Yeah. Second hand car to you want to decorate it, Barry. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. One of the challenges of our times is cohabitation. Cohabitation. They say, we understand ourselves. We are going to get married by all means. Listen, most of the time, such people not end up not marrying by all means. And those who end up marrying hardly ever are able to live together. Praise God. Cohabitation is not the way to go. Praise God. If you are not married, marriage is honorable. The bed should not be defiled. If you have defiled it, go before God, ask for forgiveness, and commit to not getting back to it again. Can somebody give me an amen? amen? Yeah. The Bible said God is merciful if you confess and forsake. But we can't confess and continue. May grace rest upon us. Amen. 23. And he said, verse 23, Genesis 24, 23. And he said, whose daughter are you? Tell me please. Is there room in your house? In your father's house for me? You have to check the family out. Somebody say check the family out. It's very, very important. You need to know a bit about the family. Praise God. In fact, it's not a bit. As much as you can know. Don't enter. One of the things that is so important before you settle on a person to marry is knowledge. Somebody say knowledge. Yeah, knowledge. Knowledge. And that's why we always say that sex must be kept at bay. Because when sex comes way in front, the, no- the pursuit of the knowledge becomes compromised. You are not able to see clearly. Every time you meet, no, 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 your body will be doing. <laughs> you see, instead of instead of asking the right questions, instead of asking the right questions, you you'll be wanting to touch, tempted to touch, tempted to touch. <laughs> you see, you'll be touching, touching. You'll be asking the right questions. Praise God. So by the time you are married, you are married, but you are so ignorant about the person. You don't know much. The key things that will make the thing work, you don't know it. Praise God. So check the family out. Check the family out. Check the family out. How forgiving are they? How receptive are they? How open are they? Check the family out. How respectful are they? Praise God. How submissive are they? Visit the home. What how? Your spouse to be. Her mother addresses the father. Because that's the home she has, been, she has been nurtured and grown up. She has not been taught by the mother how to respect her husband. Praise God. So if you check it 
and you don't you check your own and you don't find ways to deal with it don't just think that your own will be different praise god praise god so, critical check number six seek for acceptance into the family number seven seek eight sorry eight seek acceptance seek for acceptance into the family he says and whose daughter are you tell me please is there room in your father's house for us to lodge in acceptance somebody say acceptance acceptance don't just assume that we love ourselves we'll marry you can't marry without the family praise god yeah church will not endorse it without the family consent it's not in your best interest to also undertake the project without family consent it's proper that you get the family consent so if you pray 100 days to do it make sure you do it praise god but whatever you do make sure you get it right don't assume it will work without it, without it. Pray for it. Give gifts for it. A man's gift make it a way for him and bring it in before great men. Everything you can possibly do to make sure that you are accepted into the family. Because listen, if they don't accept you, tomorrow a matter comes, they will leave you alone. Praise God. And in Africa, extended families matter. Praise God. They matter. They matter. So don't take it for granted. Number nine. Number nine. Be decisive. I think I will end it here. Be decisive. Send your name be decisive. Be decisive. Be decisive. Be decisive. Be decisive. Look at what happened. After all the things happened, this gentleman prayed. And then saw the face of God. When he got to the well, everything was done. And then eventually, uh, Rebecca is called. Look at what Rebecca did. And most of the time, uh, I pray that ladies here will learn to do that. Amen. 24 verse 56, 57 to 58. Yeah. And they said, we will call the young woman and ask her personally. Then they called Rebecca and said to her, will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. I will what? I will go. 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 The decision should be yours. Your friends are telling you the person is good. Make sure the decision is yours. Praise God. Pastor has given you his view. The decision must be owned by you. Praise God. Be decisive. By the time you need one year to give a yes to a man, you have lost him already. If he's not the Jacob type. Yeah. Because sometimes, I mean, you, you, people take unduly unnecessary long time. Praise God. 24 hours will also chip in your value. Yeah. This is not tomatoes you are buying in the market. Praise God. So there must be a healthy balance. Most of the time, when the lady says, I'm praying, they are simply wasting time. Most of the time. They are just wasting. wasting. They are not doing any research, intensive research about you. They are not even praying. Sometimes they go and pray and God tells them that this is it. And they are still wasting the time. It is just sometimes the mercy of God that keeps some of you going. Praise God. Because sometimes the right person can move on. Because you are wasting time unduly. Praise God. The Lord give you understanding.
Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of other messages as well as books by Pastor Afuakwa, please call 020-422-5790 or 027-422-5790 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook and Twitter. You can also visit our website www.faithhousechapel.com for any other information. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our two English services, 6.30 to 8 a.m. fair service, 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. second service, and on Tuesdays for our word encounter service, 6 to 8 p.m. at our church auditorium on the top floor of Nanaama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station Santase Runabout, Kumase Ghana. God richly bless you. One word. One word.